What's up, what's up, bitches? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast. I am your host, Tony Ortiz, and I am back from India, like I told you guys I would be, or like I told you guys I hoped I'd be. So I made it there and back. This is episode number 24 of the Spun Today podcast. For those of you that haven't been listening uh, to the last few episodes, let you guys know that I was going to India for work. I uh, got uh, lucky and um, the company I work for needed to do some training overseas and they decided to send me to represent the department that I work in and I got a free trip out of it and it was pretty cool. It was a shitload of work but I uh, optimized my time on the weekends, sacrificed sleep and I got to see a lot of cool shit. This is the first of two episodes that I'm going to do about the trip. And basically, I recorded like five different... uh, I was there for three weeks, right? Um, I recorded five different recordings uh, throughout the time that I was there. uh, Kind of, you know, spread throughout the the three weeks. So it was kind of like an update. Each episode was like an update of what I had been up to, what I had seen. And stuff like that. So this is the first episode of the two. And in this first episode, I'm going to release three of the recordings, um, which will probably get you through like the first like two weeks or so that I was there. And the final two recordings were like the the final week, like towards the tail end of it. Literally, I think like the night before I left, I recorded the last the last um, portion of it. Also, sprinkled throughout, like to divide uh, each, uh, divide up each recording, I'm going to play some Indian music that the group that I was training, I asked each of them to, like, give me a YouTube link to, like, their favorite songs, and they did, and I went through a bunch of them, and whichever ones uh, sounded uh, pretty cool to me, I decided to include them in the episode, kind of to go with the ambiance of putting you guys on to my experience over there in India. And what I try to do with this, uh, with all these recordings, basically, is kind of uh, what I like the most out of podcasts. And like when I listen to the podcast, like the Joe Rogan experience or any of the dozens of others that, that I listen to, uh, Good Times with Steve Simone, The Skeptic Tank with Ari Shafir, uh, The Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Coco Diaz. Um, my favorite aspects of them is their, uh, you know, like un unedited, uh, uncut raw authenticity of them, and uh, just getting like a feeling of like being in the room with those people, you know, having those conversations, and um, you know, when they speak about like the comedy store and shit like that. When I go visit it, which I plan to do, um, hopefully in the near future. Uh, out in Cali, um, and it was going to feel like, oh shit, this is the room that they were talking about in this episode, or, you know, this is there, or if you go left, you can see that, and, like, shit like that, you know, they, I don't know, to me, it, like, puts you, puts you onto shit that you're not otherwise exposed to, um, which I wanted to do for anyone that may not be exposed to, to India, and, you know, I had uh, the good fortune of being able to go and visit, and had an overall a uh, good time and it was a great experience and I uh, just wanted to share it with you guys and uh, let you guys into it 
uh, pretty much let me know what you guys think of the episode as usual you know you can hit me up a slew of different ways now um uh most of which would be on twitter at spun today you can reach out to me uh you can also reach out to me on instagram at spun today also on the facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash spun today which by the way concurrent with this episode that's coming out uh today's today's monday today's monday june 29th this episode will be coming out on thursday july 2nd um concurrent with that i'm gonna upload a shitload of pics uh just like the you know like i randomly took um on my trip uh these are just gonna be like phone quality pictures and some videos if facebook couldn't upload videos i'm not sure um all in like one album and i'm gonna title it the same title of this podcast which is india part one um so this way you know you guys can take a look at uh you know different pictures that i took throughout the trip and um actually i'm probably just gonna call it india because i don't remember like which places i spoke about in which uh of the episodes Uh, i guess i could kind of like guesstimate it but whatever it's gonna be uh either india part one and india part two or just like one photo album called india and it's just gonna have you know pictures of different places that i got to see as well as like a wedding uh that i crashed or that we crashed while at the hotel which is pretty pretty fucking cool it's one of my favorite things out there um at the hotel there was a wedding you know it's a traditional indian wedding that uh takes like seven days and it culminates with the celebration that we uh wound up walking into and uh we just wanted to go see because we see horses and umbrellas and all these colors and flowers and um and uh, uh drums and music and fireworks and it was dope so we, we went out to go see go take a look at it it was like in the same hotel that we were staying at and they wound up inviting us into the wedding and like insisting that we like take pictures with them there was there was like a, a stage and and it was pretty fucking trippy and it was pretty cool Oh, so there's pictures of that and just a bunch of shit um, that you guys are going to listen to uh, throughout the, the separate recordings. To kind of sort of give you like a visual to go along with all the all the audio and shit. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, aside from that, you can also uh, reach out to me and or follow me on what's that site called? Tumblr. Uh, all these episodes are released on of course itunes and on stitcher which hopefully you can rate and review uh, the podcast on each of those forums and also um the podcast episodes are also released on tumblr spun today podcast.tumblr.com you can reach my youtube fan page where you can also find all of these episodes at uh (laughs) youtube.com the actual link for uh the correct youtube url just find it on my website. That's the easiest way. Spuntoday.com. Go to the bottom on the uh, like the footnote section. Click on the YouTube link. And it'll take you right over there if YouTube's your thing. Also, to support the podcast, you can shop on Amazon by going through the Amazon portal on my website. At spuntoday.com forward slash contact. At the top center of the page, there's a banner uh, to Amazon. Click on it. It'll take you to Amazon's website. You do your shopping, buy your shit. Uh, like you normally do, 
and doesn't cost you anything extra. But Amazon will kick me back, uh, I think it's like two or three pennies on the dollar, just for uh, driving traffic towards their website. And that would help a bunch. And would really appreciate it if you guys want to wanna hook it up that way. Um, what else? What else? Mm, something I'm really looking forward to, which by the next uh, podcast, unless I record it before, beforehand, uh, like the intro and outro for it, um, that I'm looking forward to are the uh, UFC fights that are coming up. Very, very big card, including Robbie Lawler. And Roy McDonald, which is going to be a dope fight. Uh, I like Robbie. like the fact that he uh, kind of sort of waited in the wing for a long time, grinded it out, and was, he's always been like a hard worker. And um, realized becoming the champion recently. Uh, but Roy McDonald I really like uh, for a while. So I'm rooting for Rory in that one. And then you have... Uh, uh, the co-main event Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo which is going to be a sick fight it's fucking really hyped up like crazy um, Conor McGregor is just like this this like shit talker to like to the max like fucking like super confident cocky Irish dude um, they compare him at least like uh, talking wise and uh, his ability to generate attention in the media to Muhammad Ali. Then you have Jose Aldo, which is like a like a stone cold kind of kind of um, not too talkative uh, Brazilian cat that he has literally not lost a fight in I think it's ten years or nine years and successfully over and over and over and over and over again defends his title. He's a fucking beast, um, and it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be a sick fight. I was listening to one of the uh, Fight Companion podcast on JRE and they were speaking about this kid that Jose Aldo got to train with him that I uh, looked him up and, and saw a few of his like highlights and and who they compare him to and shit like that and they compare him a lot to Conor McGregor um, and a lot of people say like in terms of like his fighting style and even the way he, he looks a little bit um, he's a young cat. He's like 25 years old from Brazil. His name is Bila B Bila Bilarinho. I should know how to say this. Bilarinho. Um, he fights from jungle the jungle fight camp or something like that. It's like a, a league in Brazil, and he's the champion in that league. Uh, he's like six and zero with like five or, or six knockouts or. Five knockouts and one TKO or some shit like that. But he's like a like a beast up and coming dude. A lot of comparisons to Conor McGregor, and Jose Aldo has him uh, training against them, and or you know training with them in his training camp. And I don't know. I I like I would want McGregor to win because overall I think it, I agree that it would be like um a stronger, I guess like a better not play because it's not. Not like fixed or anything like that, but like um, the outcome would be more beneficial for the business of UFC as a whole because he's much more marketable than than Jose Aldo. But um, going for Jose Aldo in that fight, and I think he's gonna he's gonna pull it off um, if he can fight because he has uh, like a fucked up rib or some shit. I think he hasn't been able to train for 
like the last like week or two weeks or some shit like that. And tomorrow's a deciding factor if he's gonna be able to to fight because he's gonna try to train. If he goes successful, he'll move on to to fight week, and if not, then he's gonna step aside. And Chad Mendes, uh, which is also a beast, um, has only lost twice, both of which have been to actually Jose Aldo for the title. Uh, but uh, Chad Mendes would step in and fight uh, Conor McGregor, which would be dope also. But definitely, definitely would rather see Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo if I had the choice. So I'm looking forward to that. And what else? Fourth of July is coming up. Hope you guys enjoy it. Barbecue, have fun, watch fireworks. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, before I start off with the episode, I wanted to remind you guys, anybody who's a creative type or passionate about something or likes doing something or has a hobby that they want to speak about or, you know, likes to write uh, like I do or, you know, paint or whatever the fuck it is that you're into. I have this questionnaire uh, slash survey thing on my website. It's 25 questions and it's a good opportunity for you to share with other people and other listeners of the podcast uh, now and in the future um, certain insights to what it is that you're passionate about and and the questions are I kind of set them up in a way to for people to be able to listen to the answers and gain something from it including myself like different tips on how to uh, you know how you stay motivated to do what it is that you're into and how do you, how you you know get yourself to sit down and do the work and and just kind of like insight of you know why you love what it is that you do and stuff like that it's just five questions like i said you can fill out the survey it'll come directly to me uh to my email address which is spun today at gmail.com and i will read your responses on a future episode of the podcast and you also have the option to remain anonymous if you so choose and that's pretty much it guys let me know what you think thank you very much again for listening this is episode number 24 spun today podcast once again i'm your host tony ortiz and this is india part one hope you guys enjoy చ్చినట్టు వింతగా ఆకాశమంచు తాకుతున్న గుండెనే కొరుక్కు తిన్న కళ్ళు చూసినంతనే మనస్సు నవ్వే మొదటిసారి ఎంఆర్పిది ఎడారి ఎండమావి ఉప్పెనై ఉంచనే కలే కాదుగా నీ వల్లనే భరించలేని తీపి బాధలే india recording day one um it's my second day here my second full day yesterday we arrived and um i figured before i start uh you know like forgetting shit that i want to mention um to help like capture this whole experience of being on the other side of the planet for the first time uh that i should just record it in like sections and i'll see what it accumulates to maybe it'll wind up turning into like a multiple multiple part uh series or uh set of episodes for the podcast and but we'll see 
again, this is the, the first recording. So first thing I got to say is flying business class is fucking dope. <laughs> I never have, can never afford that shit on my dime or like first class, obviously, or anything like that. So, and I've also never been on a flight that's like longer than I think like five hours to go to DR, which I've been to a bunch of times. It's about three and a half to four hours. And uh, aside from that, I've been, you know, to like Florida and Costa Rica and like shit like that. So nothing, nothing crazy like this. So the way it worked with uh, coming to India is that uh, we flew business class because uh, it was for work and it was two flights. The first flight was from JFK to Abu Dhabi. And that was a 13 and a half hour flight or 13 hour flight. One of the two. And it was fucking awesome. My God. The best way to fucking fly. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's uh. so you get in and you have like these personal little like pods and you're literally not next to anyone because even the, the seats that are next to each other, it's kind of like shifted a little bit in in the sense that it's not like directly next to each other like one will be like a few feet forward and the other one be like a few feet behind like the ones that are like left to right um and it's only like four seats uh that are next to each other right there's one window seat which i had which is dope so you're by yourself then you have the aisle then you have the person to your right which is a little ahead from you then the person to their right which is like in the middle also a little like behind them and then you have another aisle and on, then on the right hand side another window seat and the uh, the first thing that got me was the like you sit down it's like a little pod a really comfortable seat the seat has fucking uh, a massager on it and you know you have the controls like on your uh, on your chair right like on the left side like you know, like when you recline it and, and and stuff like that. And in there, it has the options for a massager, for like a little uh, spotlight, fucking reading light thing, um, the other light from the top and stuff like that. And it has like multiple settings to the massager too. Uh, so you have like for your back, your butt, your leg, like stuff like that. It was really cool. Then you have a... Uh, like a footrest thing uh, that you know you like put your feet up and right I guess <laughs> that's what a footrest is you put your feet up on it and uh, like you have space like to your left you also have like a little desk area where you can write like without having to pull down like the the food tray thing um but that wasn't like huge or anything it's like a little little desk area where you could like put your phone and wallet and like shit like that it has like a couple shelves on it actually which is pretty dope. And um, the like that pod turns into a bed. So you have uh, like the option to, you know, like to recline and like stuff like that. And then it turns into like a full-fledged bed. They also give you two, like one big pouch, which is a blanket in it. Um, you know, you obviously have a pillow uh, with your seat, 
and uh, then you have another another little pouch that's like uh, like a complimentary uh, little pouch of stuff and I just put that to the side I didn't even like open it or anything like that in the beginning um, and you have like a TV in front of you then uh, to your left where where the like the controls are for like reclining the chair and stuff like that there's a remote that's like on a wire that like pops out that you like pull out and you use that to control uh, the TV that's in front of you you literally have uh, like a hundred movies uh, like new releases and shit like that I actually saw Ex Machina again which I wanted to see um, if you guys listened to the uh, previous podcast I mentioned it I rewatched that I saw I saw another movie that oh and, and speaking of those movies there's like a couple quotes that I wrote down from from them on my phone which I thought were pretty dope which I'll share with you guys um, but first, let me tell you guys what the other movie is. I saw... What is it? Fuck. Project Project Almanac. That's what it is. It's uh, like a time travel movie. I'm like into time traveling shit. And uh, that show was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I remember seeing like the the previews for it when it was coming out in theaters and I thought that it could be good um, but that they could also like fuck it up like most time travel movies and um, this one was done really well I really liked it actually um, so I recommend that if you guys want to see it and what else oh it also has like a, oh let me tell you the quotes actually from Ex Machina that I thought was pretty dope um, the like rich billionaire dude in the movie uh spoiler alert which is like the creator of uh google pretty much for like within that movie i think it's called like blue book or something like that um he says if you're going to exist why not enjoy it uh which i thought was pretty cool and i guess you got to see it like in its full context to like really get that one and then he also uh, referring to uh, Jackson uh, Pollock, which was a painter apparently. He was speaking about how he <coughs> used to paint, um, kind of like in a flow state, and just you know randomly paint and not really like plan it or anything like that. And he says he described it as being not deliberate, not random, someplace in between. They called it automatic heart. I thought that was pretty dope that uh that line there uh so i decided to share it with you guys <clears throat> all right so um then they have like a bunch of tv shows they have the news like bbc cnn uh, a couple other ones um what else uh and they had video games that was fucking pretty cool <laughs> i fucking i was playing like video games too and it has like old school shit like uh street fighter Oh, yeah, so the remote, like, it has, like, all those controls, right? And then you flip it over, and it's literally, like, a legit joystick. It looks like a, like, an old, like, Super Nintendo, if you guys remember that, like, that type of joystick. Um, or controller, rather. Like, on the right side, it has A, B, Y, and X, and, you know, the, on the top, it has the left and the right uh, trigger buttons. And then on the left, it has, like, the D-pad, and it's pretty dope. It was pretty cool. And I played Street Fighter 2. Uh, on there, uh, Tetris, mini golf, fucking uh, it has hangman, chess, uh, 
like a car racing game, asteroids, like a whole bunch of shit. Um, so it was pretty cool, you know, to in terms of like entertainment, and it's all like included with with uh, the tickets and stuff. You don't have to like like uh, pay to play or anything like that. Um, what else? Oh, and on that uh, thing also, on that TV, it has the option to see two different cameras. A front viewing camera, which is literally uh, what the pilot is is looking at. Like, there's a camera, like, on the nose or, like, somewhere up there, like, in the front, which is really cool. Um, so, like, when you're taking off and landing. Actually, uh, took a couple videos of, of it. Um, you guys could, like, see all that. And then there's also, like, a landscape camera that shows you... Uh, a camera view from underneath like where the tires would be or where the wheels would come out and you see under the plane um, which is really cool too like when you're approaching and landing and stuff like that to, to see to see the view through there and I thought that was pretty cool I hadn't seen that before and it was like super fancy from the like the service the like the stewardesses and shit like that they all have like these old school like stewardess getups i don't know if you guys ever saw the movie catch me if you can with leonardo dicaprio if you haven't it's a really dope movie you should check it out in that movie uh they show the stewardesses like with those like i don't know like beret looking hats and scarves and gloves and like stuff like that that's how the stewardesses were all dressed um here in uh the Etihad fucking um, uh, plane. So that was really cool. That was uh, like cool to see also. And, yo, the food, dope. Like, really awesome. Like, gourmet-type fucking restaurant shit. Um, th- it didn't look like the fucking school lunches that I'm used to getting at in, in like, coach. Fucking school lunch, TV dinner-looking things. Um... This was like Chilean sea bass seared with queso yo cuanto and blah 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 and and you know lemon garlic mashed potatoes and and like dope dope choices right uh and really tasty like I had that as a meal I had uh, when I woke up oh I by the way I slept also like very comfortably for seven like six or seven hours. Um, which is really cool. Um, after I got like tired, and then I woke up. Um, oh, hold up! I forgot to tell you guys almost like the best part. There is, um, like drinks obviously, right? So I had a uh, I had my whiskey on the rocks like I normally do. Uh, I had Glen Levitt. Those uh, they had that Black Label. Um, and uh, the Glen Levitt Twelve Years Single Malt. Um, and when, when they bring you drinks, they give you these warm, slightly spicy nuts, like assorted nuts, which are fucking delicious. Holy shit. Are they good? Um, they're slightly warm or like toasted. Um, I guess is the, the right phrase to say. And it's like almonds and cashews and peanuts. Um, and it has like a, a slight, uh, like spice to it, like spiciness. So fucking dope. I want to see if I find them shits. Or something like it. Or fucking make them. Or it was fucking delicious. And perfect compliment to to some whiskey. So I had a bunch of those. And 
um, then whatever. I wound up knocking out, slept like seven hours. And the next day, I I woke up or the next, like, whatever, whenever I woke up, I don't know if it was, like, day or night or whatever, the, uh, I had breakfast. I had, like, this warm, like, really tasty oatmeal, like, without exaggeration. It was, like, the, the tastiest oatmeal that I've ever had. And I'm not just, like, saying that's a bullshit. Like, it was really good. But, um, and, like, raisins in it and shit like that. They also brought me, like, a warm croissant with some uh, jelly and uh, another, like, a Danish and a cafe latte. It was just dope, man. Like, everything was, like, to the nines. And uh, really good. The service was awesome. Everybody was friendly and nice and, and shit like that. And... Um, you know what did suck? The bathrooms. I guess that's something they can never, like, do anything about, right? Bathrooms in a fucking plane are always going to be, like, shit. Um, oh, yeah, but then when I wake up in the morning before I had breakfast, actually, I went um, uh, to the bathroom, and I was thinking, I was like, fuck, you know, I just slept, you know, like, I would normally, like, six or seven hours a night. I need to, like, brush my teeth and, and shit like that. Like, I wonder, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm trying to think in my head, like, where did I pack my, my um, like, toothbrush and toothpaste and shit like that. And then I remember the, like, that little complimentary pouch thing that they gave us. If and I was going to open the toothbrush and toothpaste. Like, that would be the place that they would, like, put it, right? Kind of made sense. And I opened it up, and lo and behold, there was a, a toothbrush and some fresh toothpaste mouthwash i think too and i don't know what else like that's all i used i grabbed from there went to the bathroom brushed my teeth freshened up they have some fucking uh like face mist and fucking cream and hand sanitizer and a few items like that that i wasn't uh, accustomed to in coach <laughs> and uh yeah it was pretty dope then i went back to my seat and had breakfast um, fucking read a little bit, wrote a little bit, and it was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. So then we touched down in Abu Dhabi, and oh, hold up. I forgot to tell you guys, before I left JFK, I got, uh, like, picked up at home or whatever, drove to uh, to the airport, and then had, like, two hours to kill or something like that before the flight. Part of uh, the flight is uh, a lounge for you to chill at. Where there's, like, unlimited food and drinks and, like, shit like that also. Um, so, I had, like, decent food and pastries there. Um, a few, I think I had, like, Red Label on the rocks there. I had a couple of those and before getting on the plane, so that was cool. So, then when we get to Abu Dhabi, it's the same thing because uh, there's a connecting flight because that, like, big jet or something like that can't fly, can't fly into um, India's, like, small airport, I guess. Uh, so there's a connecting flight in Abu Dhabi, and uh, when we were waiting for that flight, uh, there's also a lounge, which was actually nicer than the JFK lounge, uh, to me, and um, just had like some fr- like assorted fruits and um, like little uh, custards and pies and like Jello and like shit like that. We we're killing time, drank some water, and just chilled there. Yo, the bathroom in there that has. Uh, like the men's room or whatever has 
in like a regular men's room then it has a separate door in it that you could go into and it's like a, a private bathroom you could like close it off and literally take a shower there they have towels they have robes um which i thought was pretty cool i didn't do it i didn't use it but yeah i thought it was pretty cool and what else so then and I would that was pretty cool i was listening to i i tried recording on my phone I, i'm not sure how it came out but a recording of like certain like announcements that i heard that were like in a language that i didn't recognize obviously and like singing and like the indian sounding like singing and i'm gonna try to to play that maybe like in between recordings uh of these when i you know put the podcast together eventually um uh, to try to give you guys a bit of a bit of a background experience kind of like the episode that i did uh the engage engagement episode when i went to dr and i had some like background sounds and noises and stuff like that i'm gonna try to do something similar to that uh with this one <clears throat> to try to uh, immerse you guys a little bit in the process and by the way like this whole like i'm recording this as uh like a way for me to like capture like my experience because it's something i'm excited about personally you know i've never been to india i've never been like on a business trip like this or or anything like that so this is all like new to me and it's definitely not trying to sound like a braggadocio type of fucking like hockey thing i'm just going through this now i wanted to share with you guys because me personally i like like behind the scenes like type of shit and which is like uh something that i get from like podcasts that i listen to like there's like uh like an undertone of that like an essence of kind of like insider information if you will or uh, i can't think of the the right words but behind the scenes type shit you know what i mean and this is like what that's supposed to be kind of like to document the experience like for me myself for me to look, be able to look back on um in the future and for anybody else that either has uh gone through a similar experience and wants to compare or uh, people that haven't you know i would have loved to listen to something like this um it, you know before like actually coming and you know just to kind of get like a feel for what to expect and stuff like that so whatever so if there's some of you like there uh like that out there then then uh you might enjoy this as well but yeah don't mistake that with like you know being cocky or like who the fuck does this dude think he is or you know like any type of shit like that because it couldn't be further from the truth um i have a fucking nine to five desk job and just wound up in a position of uh, we need somebody to go over there to do some training and shit like that and they chose me so i got lucky and but i'm fucking enjoying it you know what i mean make the best out of it um and i'm gonna be here uh if i didn't tell you guys before for three weeks you know like away from my family and shit like that so that's the the tough part away from my parents my brother you know my fiance and you know just you know my regular life but um definitely gonna make the best out of it while i'm here and try to share that with you guys so where was i the so we're in Abu Dhabi airport we're in the lounge and then we're going to board the second plane which is a smaller plane it's not uh it's still business class obviously but it's not um uh, it's a smaller plane so there's no like pods and beds and stuff like that because it's not meant for 
um, shit like that, I guess, is meant for like long those long 13, 14, 15 hour flights and shit. It's not like uh, uh, for these like three and a half hour flights or four hour flights, which it was from Abu Dhabi to uh, Hyderabad, India. And but it was still dope, you know. It's like the seats that I'm, I used to see, like when walking through, I guess not JetBlue, but like Delta or American. Um, when you walking through like first in business class and making your way all the way back to coach, <laughs> um, then you see like those seats that they're like bigger and like comfier and you know have like the leather and shit like that. Um, it was those. Which is which was cool. Obviously not as good as the fucking first plane, but it was, you know, doper than anything I was used to again. So that was cool. And on that that flight, that second flight, I actually saw another movie. As well as had some like really bang I d I didn't feel like eating or anything. So I just had a couple drinks. Well, more than a couple drinks. I I think I wound up having like three or four Glenn Levitts on the rocks on that flight. And a really banging dessert. Um, which I don't even know. I don't remember what it was. It was like warm chocolate, salted caramel, whipped cream, something or other. Um, and it was really cool. It looked awesome too. I took a picture of it. Wait, oh, which is another thing. I'm gonna try to to. I'm not gonna post like pic like all these pictures like from the trip like on the website because you know that's where I I keep the quote-unquote photography stuff um but i am going to probably put it like on the facebook on the facebook fan page which you guys can check out at facebook.com forward slash spun today um just to give you guys like a, a bit of context put a, a little visual to to this audio stuff so probably on there i'm not sure yet but i'll keep you guys posted because again this is when i put together this episode it's going to be like after i get back which is going to be like close to a month from now um, but I saw on that flight, I watched another movie, <clears throat> which was A Most Violent Year, which was really good, and, um, I enjoyed it, I liked that, and there was an actor on there, which I hadn't seen before, he reminded me of the dude that played Lucky Luciano, I don't know if you guys saw Boardwalk Empire, he reminds me of that dude, um, and I actually thought it was him for a little bit, and then realized it wasn't, and, um... Uh, yeah, but it was a, a pretty good movie. It was de- uh, decent to watch. And there were a few quotes on there that I wanted to share, one of which I think I'm going to free write about. But I'll share it with you guys now anyway. Which is... Or maybe both of them, but we'll see. The first one is, when it feels scary to jump in, that is exactly when you jump. Otherwise, you end up staying in the same place your whole life. And that, I can't do. That was one quote which I liked. And the second one is, you're looking backwards. Look forward. That's the only thing you can control. I thought those two quotes from the movie were uh, pretty cool. That's why I wrote them down. And uh, what else? Then we get to India. We have... uh, uh, few i don't know why but fucking it was three of us flying right and they got us three separate chauffeurs or cars or whatever and they were all going to the same place but whatever it was included i guess so it seems like a waste of money 
but um it's not my money <laughs> um what you call it so three different chauffeurs and then we drive out to the hotel and we get to the hotel it looks really nice from outside and oh but like on the way th- this is something that i noticed at least, i mean i haven't been many places i've been to dr like i said um outside of the u.s uh, i've been to dr i've been to costa rica and now india um, but it's something I noticed when I went to Costa Rica, and I, I think it solidified it for me um, in this trip here to India, is that once you get outside of the U.S., like all the, you know, everything else is, not everything else, but a lot else is like a third world country or developing country. It's It seems like all the same shit to me. Um, and not sh- I don't mean shit like, you know, like piece of shit or anything like that. I'm just saying that it all seems the same to me, just like with a slightly different flavor. You know what I mean? Sazón diferente. In Costa Rica, it looked just like DR. Um, the same type of like poverty, the same type of like where there isn't poverty, like that same type of like style. Um, and uh, just with the people are slightly different. They still spoke Spanish, obviously, um, but. You know, it just has, like, a slightly different flavor to it. And then India, I see this same exact thing. Um, it feels feels like DR, like when I was on, on my way from the airport. Just instead of a bunch of Dominicans, we got a bunch of Indians around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, again, same thing, like, with the poverty that you see. Same thing, with like, with the crazy driving and motorcycles and, like, shit like that. Um, all of which I experienced in DR, like I said, and in Costa Rica and now here. So, I don't know if that's literally common to everywhere. Um, but whatever, that's my experience thus far. And what else? Oh, yeah, so we get to the to the hotel that we're staying at, which is, you know, really nice. And we get to the room, and the room's a dope. I really like the room. I'm going to be super comfortable here. Um, for the duration of my stay, uh, you know, like king size bed, a couch with the fucking foot rest thing on it, a big work desk, like an L-shaped desk that's abnormally extra long, <laughs> like a dope bathroom with like see-through glass walls all around it, and it has this really. I, I, I'm I don't know. I, I get impressed by fucking stupid shit. So there's this like uh. Like button you press in the bathroom because it's like a glass wall, right? You, I, you could see it like from the from like the bedroom or like the bed area or whatever. You can literally look at the the uh, like the bathroom. You can see through the the glass glass wall. That's what it is. But there's a like a button in the bathroom where it brings down like a shade, like an automatic shade, um, like over the glass, which is really cool. And I don't know, I like stupid shit like that, so <laughs> I got impressed by that. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's uh, that's it so far. Uh, today we went out to, uh, we just like walked around a little bit around this area here in Hyderabad, and uh, you know went to a mall. We took this little like uh, like to me it looks like you know those. At least in New York, if you're not from New York, maybe you have something similar to it. But like those guys that like uh, pedal bikes, like in Central Park, and there's like a little carriage in the back. 
um, and, it, and you know, they pull you around. It looks like that, but instead of being a bicycle, it's a motorcycle. And there's a bunch of those here in India, like um, those like little tiki cabs or something like that. Um, and we took one of those uh, up towards like a mall area. We went to a couple malls just to like look around and stuff, um, which were, you know, they have like their Indian garment like section and stuff like that. Like with all the sar not saris, but well, yeah, I guess saris and like Indian looking attire. And then you have like um, the Americanized fucking Europeanized, you know, like tourist fucking sections and stuff like that. So that was a cool contrast to see. But it looks like any other fucking mall that I've been to a bunch of fucking overpriced uh, items and stores and stuff. And, you know, a lot of the common names, Nike, Adidas, fucking Levi's, like stuff like that. And then a bunch of other shit that I never heard of. Um, and what else? Then we walked. We literally wound up like walking all the way back, um, because we, we were like uh, like haggling with uh, like those uh, little uh, cab driver guys. And obviously, you know, whenever you're anywhere uh, foreign, you know, people see tourists and you know they want to beat them over the head. And uh, we wound up, you know, just taking it in and you know wanting to take in more of the more of India, so we just wound up, like, walking all the way back. It was probably, like, a mile. You know, it wasn't a long mile, mile, mile and a half or something like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we wound up walking back. These, like, the we, the cab that we took over there, he charged us, I think, like, 50 rupees or some shit like that, which I'll tell you guys right now exactly how much that is because I got a little converter on the phone here. Uh, fifty rupees. Fifty rupees is seventy-five cents <laughs> in New York. Um, and what's we call it? So we took that, and then like on the way back, like for a shorter distance, because we walked like a bunch of the way back. It was like this dude wanted to charge like a hundred and fifty rupees or something like that. So it was, which which is what fucking. Two dollars, like two thousand thirty cents, but um, uh, it was like the principle of knowing, of knowing, like, yo, you're trying to beat me over the head, you know, so fuck you. <laughs> so then we just like kept going to. There's like a shitload of them, like everywhere, and they're like stopping you, um, or stopping next to you and asking you if you want to ride like every fucking half a block. Um, so I just kept like haggling with like different ones, and I got like one dude down to like sixty rupees. And then, um, when we got that guy down to 60 rupees and the next guy wanted like 120 or like something like that. And then like when you say no and you walk away, then they knock off like 10 or 20 rupees, um, which is funny, but, um, whatever. <laughs> we were having fun, like just haggling with them and shit like that and walking. And, and by the time we knew it, like we were already like at the hotel. So we just finished like walking the rest of the way. And, um, that's pretty much it, man. The the hotel is dope. It has a pool, which I haven't gone to yet. It has a gym, which I definitely haven't gone to yet. <laughs> I should. And um, it has a couple restaurants. We had dinner today at a at a Thai restaurant, which was really good. Um, and there's another, I think like a bar barbecue restaurant joint or something like that, which I haven't tried yet. And then there's like the, like the main like buffet area place where they serve like the continental breakfast and 
and and stuff which i had this morning actually and it was really good it was um uh they have like this separate like omelet station where you like order your omelet like to your liking and they make it in front of you um and give it to you and then uh, the rest is like buffet style they have like all the cereals and pastries and um then more uh traditional like indian um type uh breakfasts and stuff like that and um i fucked with uh, a little bit of everything and it was pretty cool had a good time and that's pretty much it guys it's the weekend still we've left new york on thursday night got here like the madruga on saturday morning uh the madruga for my non-spanish speakers uh out there is very early in the morning it was like three or four or five in the morning or something like that when we got to the hotel and um yeah it's pretty much been it today's the first day that we actually like went out and actually did stuff tomorrow we have planned to have breakfast and then go out to uh like the shopping like market area as well as what else we're gonna go see i'll read i got a little uh touristy fucking pamphlet here i'll read to you guys what it is i'm definitely gonna take my camera to these and brought it with me on the trip i was like skeptical if i was gonna bring it or not um i figured if it fits i'll bring it and um uh you know i'll assess the situation here i don't want to be the only idiot rocking a fucking expensive camera walking around um but i saw like a bunch of people like just in this area like with their own cameras and shit and uh so it shouldn't be a problem i uh i'm glad i brought it though because then you know these places that we're planning to visit if they look as dope as they're described and as uh in their pictures and stuff like that it should make for some really nice pictures to put up on the website at uh spontaneity.com forward slash photography if you guys want to check that out uh the first place we are planning to see tomorrow is called uh golconda fort it's a fort standing atop an isolated hill this fort is spread over a radius of three kilometers and now lies deserted this legendary fort is a proud producer of the Kohinoor diamond the massive structure with a walled enclosure with eight gates originally belonging to Kakatiyas, Kakatiyas, passed into the hands of the Bohemians. No, Bahamanis. That was way off. <laughs> uh, the Qutub Shahis. The fort is famous for its built-in acoustic effects, whereby a clapping of hands at the entry gate can be heard at the top of the fort, some 61 meters high. With a rich history, this fort in ruins will fascinate you a sound and light show in the evening is an added attraction blah 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 i'm not gonna say light show because we're going in the day um then the second place that we're gonna visit is kutub shahi tombs which is uh, about a kilometer from the golconda fort lies this cluster of graceful structures this is last this is the i guess the last resting place of kutub shahi dynasty where seven out of eight sultans are buried the tombs are built in persian pathan and hindu architect architectural styles using gray granite 
with stucco ornamentation. It features an annual Nazal festival and other cultural entreaties. And I'm going to check that out mañana as well. And that's pretty much it, guys. That is what I got so far. Again, this is recording number one of the Sponsor Day podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz from Hyderabad, India. Uh, today's date here is May 31st, Sunday. And right now it's 12.22 a.m. Back home in New York, it's like nine and a half hours before, whatever that is. So it's like the middle of the afternoon over there. <laughs> and that's pretty much it, guys. I'll uh, keep doing these uh, as I go. You know, probably not every day, but every few days. And uh, I'll let you guys know how it's going. All right, later. saying i'm out of it welcome to recording number two of the sponsor podcast from india namaste um what was i gonna say right now right now in india it's wednesday june 3rd at 509 a.m and back home in new york it's tuesday june 2nd at like 7.30 p.m. Or some crazy shit like that. It's uh, fucking rough. Because <laughs> I have to work on like during the week. I have to work. Uh, it's at nighttime here. But I have to work like daytime shift hours. From back home. To be on the same page. Um, so yeah. Adjusting to that. Has been the toughest part of the trip. I would say. And. Uh, whatever I guess it's part of the experience um and last time I recorded was what Saturday Saturday or Sunday was the last time that I recorded and I updated you guys on oh no it was before that it was before I actually went out to to the places that I told you guys I was gonna go to which uh we went to and it was dope we had a really good time we went to the Golconda Fort, which I'll read you guys from the little brochure thing here. It's a fort. I think I read it last time, but whatever. It's a fort standing atop an isolated hill. This fort is spread over a radius of three kilometers and now lies deserted. 
This legendary Ford is the proud producer of the Kohinoor Diamond. You diamond aficionados, let me know what that is. Um, the massive structure with a walled enclosure with eight gates originally belonging to Kakatiyas passed into the hands of the Bahamanis, the Kutab Shahis. The fort is famous. I just butchered the shit out of all those names. The fort is famous for its built built-in acoustic effects, whereby a clapping of hands at the entry gate can be heard at the top of the fort, some 61 meters high. With a rich history, this fort in ruins will fascinate you. And yes, it did. One of the the guys at work uh, that works here in, in India was telling him told me a, a bit of like the history of it and he was saying like that those like built-in acoustics were to like warn every you know every soldier that was holding down the fort that like an enemy is approaching and obviously you know there was no like walkie-talkies or cell phones or whatever like back then so they literally used to like stand in certain spots where they could clap and the it actually like echoes like throughout like not the entire thing you know depending on the specific area that you're in but it, each area has like a radius that it, it reaches and it was pretty cool to see um that shit was huge it was well first off it was like a hundred and five degrees that day um if you guys are listening to this uh you know now or or you know close to when i'm recording it or you know down the line in the future sometime Right now, there's a heat wave going on in India, and uh, something like up to an approximate 1,500 people have, have died from the heat wave. Um, and, you know, it, it's gone up to not here, where, where I'm at. I'm, like, in the southern part of India. It's called uh, Hyderabad, Hyderabad. Um, but more north, it's, it's a lot uh, warmer. It's like 125 or up to 130 or something like that. Down here, it's it's been it hasn't been that bad to be honest. I was expecting much worse. It's it's hot. You know, it's hotter than what I'm used to. You know, I'm used to New York, fucking hot is 80s, nine low 90s. Over here, it's been fluctuating between like 95 and 105. Um, and imagine climbing a fort and you know walking through the whole shit three kilometers and you have to you know it's a steep like incline and you're going up like rocks and shit like that and stairs that you know the shit's in ruins um but it's a dope experience i took a whole bunch of pictures and with my new camera and hopefully they come out nice i want to like upload them to my computer when i get home and you know go through them organize them and shit and try to post something on the facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash spun today by the time this is released, that should be up. If Well, yeah, it will be up, because if not, then I won't release this in, until it is, so go check it out. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash spun today. That's uh, pretty much where I'm going to set up all these pictures and stuff of my experiences in, in India um, on the weekends and stuff, the touristy shit. And, yeah, that was one place that we went to. Then from there, we went to... A second place, which We're wasn't actually, actually the Kutub Shahi, most likely. 
Um, that's the place we were planning on going to, but the driver got confused and took us to a different place. And which is Chomah- Chomahala Palace. That's the place that we went to. And this was, let me read again from the pamphlet. Built between 1857 by the Nizam's Mahala Palace, eventually became the official residence of the Nizam, comprising four palaces in Mughal and European styles. Chaumala Palace was also where all the ceremonial functions, including the ascension of the Nizam's are, and receptions, for the governor general were held and this shit was huge you want to talk about concentration of wealth this shit is fucking huge four palaces in one they have fountains and vintage cars and weaponry and like the whole shit is turned into a museum so you walk throughout it through different rooms through like their old like living room and and I don't, I don't even know if you could call it a living room. They literally have, like, there was one in one of the one of the four palaces. There's, like, a, it's, like, shaped, picture, like, a square in the middle that, and it's, like, open, like, to the sky, like, in the middle. But, like, the square around is, um, picture, like, doors to the side of it, like, walking into, like, indoors. Um, so each length of each... Uh, length of each side of the square was a corridor of without exaggeration at least two dozen different doors so you have like 24 doors you know straight ahead of you it looks like one of those um you know like those mind illusion fucking trick things that it's like a mirror within a mirror within a mirror and it's like it's smaller 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 or like if you draw a square within a square within a square within a square it looked exactly like that four times over so you know you're looking in, in you're you're looking and walking in one direction. It's like 24 doors. You looking you know you make a right, another 24 doors. You walk that way. You make another right. You know like a fucking square. Um, and that was one part of one of the four palaces within the fucking whole estate. And that was sick. And it was cool to see though because it's it's from like the thing says from like the 1800s 1850s. And you see, like, their old uh, China is, is like, completely, like, intact and stuff. They have it, like, you know, behind glass and stuff. It's, like, museum style. Um, their old, like, fucking forks and knives and trays, like, all kitchen utensils. Their old fucking, uh, what's it called? Like, bureaus. Like, fucking, you know, like, bedroom sets and, like, stuff like that. Um, chandeliers. They're all clothes. There's children's clothes. Um, and it's pretty sick, like, to see, like, old school shit like that. I found it fascinating. It was pretty cool. Fountains, vintage cars. They had, let me see if I have here. There's a couple of pictures that I just took on my phone that weren't, um, you know, weren't, like, camera-worthy pictures. But would be cool for, like, the memory of it. Um... Let's see. There was a Rolls Royce. I'll tell you guys from what year. Uh, fuck. I don't know if I wrote the year down. Give me one second. I'm just sifting through my phone. And no. 
I didn't write it. Um, but whatever. It's from 1850s. The the place uh, that it was built. So I'm guessing somewhere between like then and like the early 1900s. You guys could fact check whenever fucking Rolls Royce was making cars, but it was sick. It was like old school cars like that. It was really cool. Um, what else? What else was there? Went through the pictures to see if I remember anything else. It was like old, oh yeah, uh, like old jewelry, like like stone rings and and fucking earrings and just like the jewelry they used to rock back in the day, <laughs> back then I guess. Um, it's fucking royalty. It's sick, it's sick to like just walk through and just like picture like thinking back like them just walking through their house, fucking chilling in their underwear, <laughs> fucking royalty. It was cool. It was interesting. Um, what else? That, oh, you know what was, what was, like, fun and crazy and weird? The, when we were in the other place, the first place that we went to, the fort, the Golconda fort, there was mad people, um, there, right? And it's, like, a big, like, tourist attraction thing, but there's, um, you know, like, the people that live in India, um, and they were there, and we, we like seemed I guess like exotic to them or different because you know there's obviously a it's like uh it's weird I'm looking for it uh, India is like homogenous in terms of its people. Um, there's a shitload of Indians, and it's not like you know New York where you have like a mix. Oh, people, or I guess in most, like, big cities like that in the U.S. and and shit that people immigrate to. So, to them, like, we were getting, like, a lot of, like, looks and stuff. Um, not so much me. I'm Dominican. I have, like, tan skin. I look fucking Indian. I could pass for, I guess. Um, but all the, like, white people that I was with, my coworkers and stuff, they would get, like, double and triple takes. And it was hilarious that it came to a point where... Um, people were literally coming up to us asking to take pictures with them. They were like, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture? Like, entire families, like, full families, like, the parents, the kids, fucking little cousins. <laughs> and it was cool. If, uh, and literally happened, without exaggeration, almost a dozen times, I would say, without exaggerating. Like, different people that stopped us, like, throughout the whole... We were there probably for, like, almost two hours, like, climbing the fort. Um, throughout, like, the whole process, uh, people, like, wanting to take pictures. And, like, when one person would do it, like, three other people would come and be like, oh, can I have one, too? Can I have one, too? Because, um, I guess, like, the first person, like, broke the ice. And it was funny. It was cool. Acting like fucking celebrities for a day, I guess. And um, that was pretty fun. And what else? That's pretty much it. That's all I could remember right now. If I think of anything else about those places, I'll let you guys know. Um, then, you know, Monday through, through Friday, there's not much going on. It's work pretty much. And it's just a bitch adjusting to the time because then like on the weekends, obviously we, we go out there in the day. Right. Um, but then we work at night on Monday. So we sort of kind of have to like try and stay up like all day Monday after, after we, no, I'm sorry. We have to try to sleep 
on Monday, like during the day, even though, you know, we just went out during the day on Sunday. So Sunday night we're tired and, you know, trying not to like fall asleep so that we could sleep a little bit during the day on Monday and then go to work Monday night. Like I'm going in like New York time. It's like 6, 6 p.m. I'm going in and then working till four in the morning, New York time. I'm sorry. Um, our time here, India time, IST. In New York time, that equates to, like, 9 to fucking, no, 8.30 in the morning to, like, 6.30 at night or something like that. And it's just a bitch to make that adjustment, you know, like, especially, like, I'm feeling it the first couple of days. And it's, it's whatever, it's part of the experience. Um, I'm not going to get into too much of, like, work stuff because I like to keep that shit separate. But... Everybody there was super cool, super nice, uh, really sweet. You know, they welcomed us. They had, like, um, these, like, flower petal, like, arrangements, like, in the middle of, like, a huge, like, floor. Um, like, when you get out the elevator, like, a big space. And it just spelled out that, you know, our our company welcomes yours and blah, blah, blah. And, it, you know, had, like, a big flower, like, flowers shaped into like a flower arrangement type of thing and it was all like done by hand and really meticulously and it was must have taken forever to do and it was really cool and everybody there has been cool and so far on that front so good i got invited to drink tea a few times uh it's like a customary thing um here in india and i had a masala tea they call it, it's like, it has like a gingery flavor, it looks orange, it looks like a, almost like a muddy orange color, and you know, I wasn't like expecting the tea to look like that, I'm used to fucking, like, cheap Lipton fucking tea bags in hot water, you know what I mean, that's like transparent, but this was like a thick, orangey, um, looking thing, and it was really good, it had like a ginger taste to it, really, really good. And um, I'm supposed to go again tomorrow, actually. But, yeah, I'm all out of whack with fucking, like, time, like, timing and stuff. I just, like, asked one of my coworkers when we get back back to the hotel, you know, when's, you know, what time is the car coming tomorrow? And then just set my alarm for an hour before. And whenever it rings, just get up and go, you know. And then, I don't know, you just get fucking lost, like, in the work. And, you know, it's long hours. It's, like, nine, ten-hour days, like, while you're at work and it's at nighttime, and when you, I get back, it's like, can't go to sleep right away, because you want to sleep during the day, and, you know, I get back at four in the morning, so I try to stay up for a few hours, but then I have to eat something, so I eat breakfast at night, I mean, well, to me, it feels like night, because I'm just getting home from work, but I have breakfast to then stay awake a little bit more, and then go to sleep instead of staying awake, you know, like you normally do after you have breakfast, and you know, then go to sleep, and then when I go to work, after work, I'm having, or in the in between work or whatever, I'm having lunch, which is really my dinner, and I don't know, <laughs> it's just all, all over the place, it's confusing, and it's just an adjustment, I want to see how hard it's going to be to adjust, because that was like the first weekend to work experience, I want to see after a full week of, you know, by like the fourth or fifth day, I'm guessing my body's going to be more accustomed to it. And then on Saturday, having to, having to, uh, 
to flip it again, you know, to flip it to a daytime schedule because we want to go out and do shit during the day, which I even told told um, the guys I work, they, they invited me to like a cricket game that they play um, every, not every weekend, but they, every so often. And they were like, um, you should come out with us. We go Friday after work. And my, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, Friday after work, like, oh, yeah, definitely. I don't have plans Friday. So I'll go with them and do that. And then Saturday, I'll go uh, do what we have planned with the uh, Charminar uh, place that we're supposed to go to. But I'm not factoring in the fact that Friday after work is technically already fucking Sunday. Because, you know, we get out at 4 a.m. So I'm not going to be able to do both, obviously. Let me see. If I could reschedule the, uh, like the cricket game, it'll be fun. You know, when, where else would I fucking play cricket? If you're going to play cricket, might as well do it in India, right? And uh, what else? What else? What else? That's pretty much it, guys. I'll continue to keep you guys updated. Wanted to update you guys on, uh, you know, those things before I forget um, all the details of it. And that's pretty much it. Stay tuned for more recordings. From India. Bundelo, Cheravoga, Uchwasala, Gamarake, Nishwasala, Nikenayama. Nane marchi yeruga nantaga novala una vela Ninalo ni nindi pokala nizalo kira Kala latone kala yapana nizala jada ni ventu melaku vaikale chupe marpidi Nimi the prema putti kochi enche anunu vecha pava what's up guys all right this is recording number three of my trip in india um it is friday well here it's saturday june 6th at 5 48 a.m and i just got back from work um back to the hotel room from work probably like half hour ago or something like that now a little bit more like 45 minutes ago i got here like at five <clears throat> and now the dilemma of working nights during the week and wanting to do shit on the weekends is coming into play because we have plans to go to a local market um, where like all the local shop and shit like that, and we, where we could get shit for cheap. Um, and it happens to be in nearby one of the like monuments here that's famous, kind of like like a Statue of Liberty type of thing from back in New York. It's called, and like the surrounding area around it is the actual market. So we're gonna kill two birds with one stone and go there. And check that out in a bit, because uh, the sun is already up, and we have to do it during the day, obviously. And uh, we have planned to meet up at 9.30 in the morning, which is about four hours from now. Oh, uh, no, not even. Three and a half hours from now. And, yeah, it's going to be a bitch. 
but you got to grind through it uh, so we could take care of that and you know see a couple things we're also going to try to see um a tomb the tomb that we were supposed to see last time where the driver got confused that i told you guys about uh, we're supposed to see that next and let me just read you guys from the places to see pamphlet here what the the place that we're going to go to tonight is or not tonight uh in a few hours <clears throat> it's called charminar and it is a magnificent edifice a magnificent a magnificent edifice it epitomizes hyderabad and marks its 400 year history Built by ruler Kuli Kutub Shah, it stands 180 feet tall. The four minarets soar to a height of 48.7 meters, each above the ground. Small mosque, small mosque is located on the roof of the edifice. Close by is the colorful shopping center of bridalware, attar, which is perfume and the traditional Hyderabad glass, lacquer and stones, studded bangles. Bangles are bracelets, um, which I'm planning to get a shitload there. Supposedly, the area is like, known for their bangles. They're supposed to be dope, and they're good like souvenir gifts for, for chicks, for females, right? Um, and yeah, that's what we're going to check out. I am taking my camera, so... You guys will be able to check out facebook.com forward slash spun today and check all the pictures. And I'll probably try to do something something like dividing, I guess, like different. I forget how Facebook does it because I don't fuck with Facebook too much, but dividing the, I don't know, like picture albums or something like that into like podcast one, podcast two, podcast three. Um, however, like I spit out this recording. And, you know, so I could, like, you could easily match up to, like, each episode with, like, the photos that I'm referring to or or whatever. So, try to make a mental note of that and <laughs> remember to do that. If not, then whatever. Facebook.com forward slash spun today. It'll be, like, a big-ass um, album with all pictures of India and stuff like that. Um, and it's pretty much it. It's going to be a bitch. I... Like I said, I got home from work. I ordered a room service, so I'm going to pause this when it comes. I'm going to get, like, a sandwich and some fries. Um, and, you know, uh, maybe take, like, a power nap for an hour. And if I could even fall asleep, which is, I'm not even sleepy, so it's going to suck because I'm going to crash later. And that's pretty much it. Um, let me give you guys an update on the week. Work has been really cool. Um, be getting progress on that front as well as getting you know more familiar with the culture and the process of you know how things work you know just working at night and um, just dealing with a different culture basically and it's been a pretty cool experience so far like I said before everybody's like super friendly and nice it's a traditional thing to take you out to, to drink tea and I've got to tea or coffee and or coffee like mad times already because <laughs> it's like everybody like wants to take you and they want to be the one to invite you and it's kind of like a customary thing and we've drinking ginger tea and masala tea and um you know traditional coffees that they have here as well and it's been pretty cool um today actually the group that i'm training 
they asked me yesterday if they can do like a little potluck uh, for me and they like went home and like cooked some of them cooked and some of them uh, purchased like traditional foods and I was a little scared at first because you know being from outside the country like I guess when you visit any country um, your stomach is sensitive to like the regional like spices and like shit like that and you know like the water and whatever um but you know it's a hell of an experience you know you're not gonna get that type of like authentic experience you know just eating like hotel food and shit like that so it was worth the risk and i took it and i said yeah plus i didn't want to be rude and be like nah <laughs> i don't want to eat your food um so yeah it was cool it was you know it's 13 people that i'm working with right now and uh, like they all brought something it was awesome it got super full we ate a lot um I felt a little bit like an oddball because like I can't eat with my hands like you, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a little like OD when it comes to that like I overdo it a bit I like even like if I have like a big burger or fucking pizza with like a lot of toppings on it or whatever like I would have to eat it with a fork and knife like a little pansy um and if you didn't know um, something about India, they literally eat with their hands everything, um, which is, you know, traditional within their culture. Like, you know, you could be eating rice and beans or chili or, like, anything. It's literally with your hands. And, you like, you ball up the rice with your hands and you only eat with your hands. They don't use utensils. But, you know, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> I had to grab one of the spoons like the serving spoons um that we were using and i ate with that so kind of felt like an oddball but whatever they're they're used to you know dealing with more uh, i guess like american cultures as well so it's not like they were looking at me like i have two heads or anything and what else um but yeah it was really dope really appreciate them doing that it was a sweet gesture and you know it gave me an, an opportunity to to try different things They've also been bringing, like, snacks, like, throughout the week, like, sweets, um, which I've been trying as well. And I actually wrote a couple of them down. I had Chekodi, which I'm going to put pictures up. It looks like, you know what it looks like? You guys remember those, those uh, like, Cheetos that come in a green bag that they're, like, little round circles? It's like a light green bag. And I think they're Cheetos, but whatever. One of those, like, cheese fucking like potato chips or whatever um it looks like that well in terms of shape and like consistency um it looks like that but it's a little lighter in color it's not like orange it's um like a yellowy like a yellowy like a bland yellowy brownish color and it looks like it has like some seasoning on it um that was decent i had that with some platano chips which fucking dominican i have platanos coming out my ass and pause <laughs> I've, um you know really explosive platanos being dominican and uh, we had that one day with tea they brought me something called uh jellyby jellyby and that was like super 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 greasy it was like some sort of like like dessert thing that looks like like a bunch of little like squiggly lines but um picture I'm trying to 
picture like squid you know you know squid like not when it's like calamari um like cut up like calamari like in those little round things not like that like squid squid where it has like the little dangly fucking tentacle things picture that like that dangly part like you know like the stringy dangly shit um but like for like a baked good type of thing and it's so greasy that the dough is like almost transparent and it has like sugar on it like super greasy like i could only literally could only take like two little pieces of it one because just looking at it fucked up my stomach and two because it was just like so sweet and greasy it was just like like too much um so that i didn't like too much um what else then today for the like the potluck thing there were a couple things that i liked which was the basmati veg biryani um by veg i mean like they call veg like vegetarian uh short for vegetarian like one of the girls in the in the session in the training asked me are you veg or non-veg i was like what so that's like commonly how it's phrased veg or non-veg um so this was a basmati veg biryani which is a rice that's made for special occasions uh biryani is a regional dish that hyderabad is known for which is mad good i really like that um and i'm actually gonna try to get some biryani from like the supposedly the best place in hyderabad for biryani uh, which is nearby the the hotel here and that was dope one of the kids uh not kids one of the guys mothers uh made it and it was really good then the next thing i like was butter chicken which is actually like a punjabi dish uh they were telling me but it was really good too it was slightly spicy that they ordered um from outside and that was really good those are the two things i like the most roti i've had i've had some of that uh puri i had um also which is similar to roti but it's deep fried roti is more like grilled um that's like it's like that flat bread and i've had you know both of those back home um what else then there is an interesting tradition that they have which is after like after a meal between like the uh like the main course i guess and the dessert it's traditional for them to take some rice and then pour something on top of it called raita r-a-i-t-a i believe it's spelled raita and it's like a garlicky uh it's like a curd they said which I don't, i don't even know what the fuck curd is but it's like a curd made with like uh, carrots and garlic and something else and it, it looks like a milk like a milk basically with fucking carrot slices in it and they pour that on the rice you know mix it around with their hands because <laughs> they eat with their hands which is weird to see um for me and um they eat that like to end the meal basically um i guess it's like it has some palate fucking cleaning um fucking capabilities or whatever capabilities is not the right word but you know what i mean hopefully and um i tried that i didn't like it too much and then for dessert we had barfi um which is really really 
which is pretty good. It tastes exactly like dulce de leche. If any Dominicans out there, um, or anybody that's had dulce de leche, is like um, dulce de leche loosely, uh, not loosely, but translates to um, sweet of milk or like candy made of milk or some shit like that. Hold on a second, guys. Perfect. Excuse me, Mr. You work long hours, huh? Pardon? You work long time, long hours. No, no, actually, I'm doing a night shift, sir. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. So when I should come back for the clearance? Um, maybe... 30 minutes? Yeah. Okay. So after 30 minutes, I will come, sir. Perfect. See ya. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good day, sir. You too, buddy. I unpaused this so you guys could hear the room service dude. Uh, my sandwich is here. I'm going to take a picture of it. It actually looks pretty fucking good. One second. There you go. And I'm going to eat this shit because I'm starving. And then I'll... Uh, finish off I'm telling you guys uh, the rest of the update alright I'm back and um, the sandwich wasn't all that actually wasn't that good at all actually but I ate half of it because I was hungry and beggars can't be choosers right Okay, so about what was it? Like the potluck that we had at the office, and yeah, I think I wrapped up whatever it was I was speaking about, if I'm not mistaken. Um, something that I wanted to touch on that I that I, I brought up with the group, and I was like speaking about just to get their their insights on, and just to give you guys context, like the group I'm training is range everywhere between the age of like 24 and 29 or something like that um and you know born and raised in india um there india has a lot of arranged marriages uh the majority of marriages actually are arranged marriages and <clears throat> um that's interesting to me you know what i mean like where we come from we don't have that or back in back in the states um at least not in this like traditional sense and it's the some people said it's like 60 40 um 60% arranged marriages and 40% uh love marriage that's what they call it which is like sad to hear um some uh but only like one or two of them said that most of them agreed that it's somewhere between like 80 and 90 percent arranged marriages and you know 10 to 20 percent love marriages and that's fucking that's not even the most interesting part but it's fucking i don't know i can't picture that shit an arranged marriage the, the way they told me it works is that they do have a choice but that it's up to the parents to speak, you know, to look for 
uh, it's up to the guy's parents specifically to look for um, a girl. And, you know, it's based on, like, her family and shit. And they speak with the girl's parents. And then between the two, they arrange they arrange their marriage. And then the couple gets to meet. And then um, I guess the girl and the guy both have a say in it. Um, they stress that. So I guess maybe that's, like, a misconception. Or either that or they wanted to cover the fact that they don't have a choice. <laughs> One of the two. But it seemed like it's a like common misconception or something like that. That, um... They have a choice. So at that point, if they decide not to, one or the other, then the parents just continue searching. And I think they have to be of the same age or at least within the same age range and from the same community or town. Like they have to live like within the same area. And um, two, of the, two of the guys in the group are married and they were both arranged marriages. One of them actually just had a baby. Um, and... Uh, I asked them, this is uh, the part that I found the most interesting. Uh, well, before I get to that, then the other the other alternative is the love marriage, um, which is, you know, two people, what it sounds like, they fall in love and get married, which is, it sounds like so weird to have that as the less common scenario. Um, but, you know, different cultures, right? It is what it is. And I asked them, uh, how do they feel about that? Like, you know, being, I was coming from the angle of, you know, being like a younger generation, maybe that's something they're like, oh, you know, we do it because of tradition, but, you know, we don't really believe in that and, like, the tide is changing type of thing. But they were all for arranged marriages. There was one girl or something in the group that said that she wanted a love marriage. But um, the majority of them said that they, they want uh, an arranged marriage. And... With, that's the part that I found most fascinating, and they they felt like uh, an arranged marriage was uh, better than than a love marriage. And I don't know. I just found that that even more fascinating and interesting than the fact that they actually have arranged marriages is the fact that they prefer arranged marriages to love marriages, at least within that sample sample size of thirteen individuals between the ages of 22 and 29 and i don't know that's fucking fucking weird to me but um something that i asked them actually was was what the divorce rate is and they were like oh no they were like divorce is like it happens but it's like if it happened it's like super super rare they were they made it seem like you know Every fucking 30 years, one person gets divorced or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I guess in terms of efficiency, fucking arranged marriages is the way to go. <laughs> I mean, back back in the States, I told them that the divorce rate is somewhere between, like, 50 and, like, 52% or some shit like that. Um, so, apparently, the love marriage over there doesn't work. <laughs> but um, over here, either they really fucking... It's really taboo to get divorced. Maybe that's what it is. And... But if not, then whatever i guess you know that matchmaking arranged shit works it works well i mean they seem to be happy the ones that are married and in terms if you compare it to uh divorce rates it's pretty efficient unless they're just like living together like miserably or something like that and i guess you can grow to love someone if you 
if you're in range to like be with them and kind of like each other's company and choose to get married you know love is something that can be developed you know it's something that uh, i think i've spoken about this before in my opinion anyway you can either have like that instant attraction love at first sight type of fairy tale uh thing going on or you have the type of love which to me is more like practical and more common which is you have some of that uh first type mixed with uh hard work and dedication and compassion and and compromise and working towards building something together um which is the how all together mixed uh, what am i trying to say all those things together mix into be the soil the rich soil from which love blooms <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying um, But yeah I thought that was interesting as fuck That arranged marriage thing And what else Oh something else that I found interesting So far here in my uh, One one full week actually uh, Today Saturday Is one full week of being here in India And it's the last thing I'm going to say for this session Is the The fact that um, there's no AC, like AC, in, like, hallways and in elevators, which is weird. And this is not just in, like, you know, little weird areas or whatever that have, like, broken AC or something. I'm talking about, like, the hotel, for example, which is, you know, uh, like a fancy-ish hotel. There's no, you know, once you walk out of the room, you obviously have AC in the room. Once you walk out of the room into the hallway, there's no AC, so it's, like, really hot. In the elevator, no AC or ventilation or anything like that at all. It's really hot. And same thing in the shopping malls um, that we went to. The the elevators uh, don't have AC. And in the building that I'm working at, which is, like, a brand-new, you know, state-of-the-art, like, building, it uh the, in the hallways in the staircase everything you know completely hot as hell it's like 100 degrees outside so and like humid there was like thunderstorms and shit like that yesterday um and there's no ac and when you get in the elevator no ac and i just found that interesting and different because you know fucking spoiled american <laughs> used to having ac like everywhere you fucking walk into and that's pretty much it, guys. That's what I have so far. That wraps up the first week here in Hyderabad, India. Hope you guys are. Uh, hope you guys. I don't know. Somewhat, kind of, sort of feel like you're along for the ride, like uh, in this trip, and you know, um, able to describe the experience thoroughly enough to at least make you feel somewhat like you're. Uh, part of it or like behind the scenes like type of thing that's like my goal here with this and if not then whatever go fuck yourself <laughs> all right guys until next time <laughs> Kale Kaduga, Nivalane, Marinchaleni, Tipi Badale.
that's it boys and girls that is the episode episode number 24 of the spun today podcast once again i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening if you guys want to support the spun today podcast you can do so in several ways first and foremost what you can do is go on itunes and or stitcher which you most likely if you listen to the podcast you listen to it on one of those two most likely itunes and um rate and review the podcast uh, you know, you can give it five stars, one star, whatever the fuck you want to do. Preferably the the uh, five star uh, route you would go with. At least four. Come on. And, um, you know, uh, comment. That helps uh, the podcast gain exposure and other people pick up on it. Tell your friends. And, um, and family and whoever it is, whoever else you know that, coworkers, whoever it is that might be into podcasts and shit. Maybe they'll like this one. And what else? The questionnaire that I mentioned in the intro. I have a questionnaire on my website. Uh, it's this new thing that I that I'm trying to do. Um, we, it's uh, pretty much uh, five questions about something that you're passionate about, something that you're into, a hobby that you have, etc. And it's a way for you to share with myself and others um, different tips and tricks and and reasons why you're into whatever it is that you're into and what motivates you and shit like that and um hopefully that will help generate that in a, another individual i know it does with me when i hear you know people that are inspired and and focused and just passionate about something it gets me passionate about what i'm passionate about which is writing and it motivates me to want to do it that much more so you could be helping someone out um by filling out that survey plus i will read it on a future episode of the podcast or your responses to it and i'll keep you anonymous if you choose to there's a little checkbox on the bottom that says remain anonymous yes or no and um that's pretty much it with that uh check that out uh we had one on episode number 22 if i'm not mistaken a fellow writer that uh filled out the survey if you guys want to you know just uh, take a listen Towards the end of that episode, I read the questions and answers of the survey just so you can have an idea of how I'm going to read it and shit like that in case you're uh, weary about it for whatever reason. Um, what else? This is an open invitation for all writers, creators, um, you know, fellow podcasters or anything like that that want to come on the Spun Today podcast. You know, we could set up some sort of like Skype thing and and do that. And, you know, definitely follow me on Twitter at Spun Today. Follow me on Instagram at Spun Today as well. Uh, check out the Facebook fan page, uh, facebook.com forward slash spun today. Like I said, I'm going to add a shitload of pictures in a photo album on the Facebook fan page. And oh, also, I didn't mention it on the uh, the intro. I do have some of the, uh, you know, I, I took my, my new camera to, to India with me and took a shitload of pictures. Uh, they came out pretty decent. Actually, I really like the camera. I'm happy with the quality of the pictures and how that came out. And you guys should check it out at uh, spuntoday.com forward slash photography. Those are the, uh, you know, quote unquote, uh, photography type pics that I take. And uh, you guys can definitely check it out on there. And uh, I put them also on Instagram at spuntoday. You can download all those for free. Or if you want to, like, purchase actual prints of it, um, you know, like a, a little poster or canvas or frame or some shit like that. You can check out this cool website called crated.com, C-R-A-T-E-D.com forward slash spun today. 
and there you can choose to uh, to print out posters in different sizes and shit like that of that same photography that you guys can download for free if you'd like uh, just to have like a digital copy of them. Uh, but if you want something uh, more tangible, I guess, then you can go that route and it'll help support the podcast. Uh, also, you can support the podcast by shopping on Amazon using the Amazon banner on my website at spuntoday.com forward slash contact the top center of the page. Check that out. It'll help out a bunch. And subscribe to my newsletter, which will uh, give you an opportunity to be the first to know of upcoming episodes, or rather when episodes are released of the Spun Today podcast, as well as when a new short stories is uh, published and uh, not published, posted on my website, uh, which you can check out under the spuntoday.com forward slash short stories section, um, which I actually... I uh, started writing a cool, well, I just finished the lecture hall one that I'm not sure if I mentioned to you guys. It's kind of like an excerpt for um, a future uh, book that's in the works. One of those, you know, I don't eventually and we'll get around to completing that. But it's um, I have the overall all idea for the book. I think I mentioned it before, but just uh, this is kind of like a scene from it that I envision being in it, uh, which obviously could change because the book isn't written yet. But um, that's Lecture Hall. It should be, let me see, the next episode after this is going to be the India Part 2, which is going to round off the, the remainder of the recordings. Then the one after that is most likely going to be the audiobook for Lecture Hall. And it's something I wanted to put out there. Uh, not too thrilled with it, to be honest, how it came out. Um, but like I said, it's kind of like, an excerpt of like a bigger picture type of thing. So I'm definitely going to put it out there. I'm more excited about the other short story that I started writing while in India. Um, And I wrote like the bulk of it while, while there in the hotel room. And it's about the, like a rickshaw driver and uh, a businessman that comes out from out of town. And it's pretty cool. Rickshaw for those of you that don't know is like those little like Tiki taxis kind of thing. It looks kind of like a car in the back. Um, but uh, I probably mentioned it like in the in one of the recordings that you guys just listened to. But the front of it is kind of like a motorcycle and it's it's pretty cool. It's like a very, very common uh, mode of transportation in India. And from what I hear in other other places too, like China and Thailand and and uh, Guatemala and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, sign up to the to the newsletter, subscribe to it. You can subscribe to it on the Facebook fan page. Or also on my website at Spun Today forward slash contact. At the bottom of that page is the area where you can subscribe to the newsletter and be in the know. And that's pretty much it, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you felt uh, at least somewhat like you kind of, sort of, kind of went along uh, on the trip and got some insight into at least what India is like from my point of view. And aside from that, as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.